Today is February 16th, 2024. I'm David Berlin, and this is the Blockchain Journal Podcast. I'm coming to you from Suffolk University, where the Boston Blockchain Association is running one of its events. Suffolk University is in the heart of Boston, and sitting with me is Christopher Concheri. He is with Concheri Consulting. Christopher, thanks very much for joining me here on the Blockchain Journal Podcast. Pla pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, so in one of the sessions that was taking place in the meeting room back there, you spoke up, you were sitting in the audience, and you said, I think we got a problem here, guys, and that is blockchain. Well, look, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. Why don't you tell me what you thought the problem was? Well, I just feel like there's a, a big, um, you know, sort of parallel paths that are happening where technology is on one path and cryptocurrency is on another. Um, but, but there's almost this sort of... Um, false connection between the two and sure crypto started and blockchain was used with for crypto but the use cases for blockchain are much much broader than just crypto and the false sort of connection to the currency i think really prohibits its adoption at at its highest level at its sort of peak level you can imagine there's a lot of perhaps opportunities to use that technology but if folks are really thinking of blockchain as more of a crypto technology, they, they may just never really fully appreciate the opportunity there. Well, sure. If you're a chief executive of some company or a CIO and you're reading the headlines, all the headlines about blockchain are really about crypto and they're not very positive and things are you know, at a complete logjam down in Washington, D.C. in terms of getting any laws passed or regulations. So, yeah, of course, you know, blockchain must suck. It's all about crypto, right? I mean, that's, I think, unfortunately, the perspective of a lot of folks. Of course, you know, my experience, and I had spent some years over at, you know, companies like IBM, and, and the use of blockchain, you know, isn't in... Uh, in the crypto space per se, you know, when we're supporting financial services institutions, they're thinking of using blockchain to support transactions, perhaps, sure, but not crypto transactions. So the, I think the actual use of the technology is far broader than a lot of people perceive it to be. And I think once the perception changes, I see there being a lot greater adoption of the technology. Yeah, maybe things will take off. The train will leave the station, is so to say. Uh, well, you obviously know a thing or two about the different applications other than crypto, so uh, what are some of your favorites? There's obviously, you know, situations where you've got, um, you've got to control the, you know, the, the, you know, the owners of particular positions, and there's some uh, you know, trading happening, if you will, that's outside of um, you know, the pure crypto trade. Um, I think... Each company, you know, has opportunities to sort of think about and using that technology for different use cases. But clearly, it, it seems to be well suited for that transactional play, if you will. Um, I'm currently working on supporting a crypto trading platform for lenders, um, where you know you've got crypto traders. Um, obviously, they're going to be, you know, the cryptocurrency is going to be on the blockchain. Uh, there's there's now going to be a lending platform you know, to support some of those some of those traders. And so is a lending platform using blockchain as sort of a more of a record keeping infrastructure about what's happening, less about the actual crypto that's being traded? So in, yeah, in this case, it's actually more about the adoption of the cryptocurrency and less about the adoption of the, the blockchain, to be fair. One of the paths I see, you know, in, in, in new business is really 
is related to crypto, and so that that's I guess blossoming. Well, wait, well, what's the, what are the non-crypto applications? I mean, you're obviously in there, and you're saying, "Hey, look, we have to kind of um, we have to separate the two because right now, you know, you hear this um, this cliche, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, right now they're throwing, you know, uh, the bathwater out, and that's crypto. I mean, it's getting trashed everywhere in the headlines. Yep. But um, the baby is actually the blockchain. It's the platform that's underneath. So, what what is it? Um, about blockchain, that what can it do for other applications besides crypto? I mean, the security is huge. Um, being able to sort of trace the, you know, the, the you know the fractional positions and such. You know, I think like things like transfer agency is a is a really good place to um, sort of you know bring bring t uh, blockchain to to the fore. You're talking about like uh, tokenization. You mentioned fractionalization, transfer of agency. Uh, we're talking about maybe a tokenization of real-world assets. So you kind of take something like a, a skyscraper, you know, and you tokenize the thing, and then you fractionalize it in a way that um, multiple people can um, not only uh, the owner of that building can easily raise money against that asset, so they get get some liquidity out of that building, but then you also can reach a whole new market of investors because you fractionalize the token, and now you know somebody grandma can walk up with twenty bucks and buy a little chunk of that building. There was just no way to do that before. So that um, is that what you're talking about when you talk about fractionalization and the ability to transfer value yeah. between two parties. That, that's one example of it, and I think others. Um, I'm just thinking of you know sort of the typical sort of transfer agency business that exists for mutual funds, and in some cases, um, principally mutual funds is what I was considering. But you know the ability to you know keep track of the owners and you know where these where these trades are going and to sort of uh, you know support that. It I think that the challenge with some of the bigger ideas is the you know the existing infrastructure that you have, and so the use of blockchain that I've seen is you know tends to be this more sort of um, you know company specific need um, where they're needing to sort of keep track of. Uh, you know the owners of positions where they're needing to keep track of, um, you, know, you know, add security, um, but it's not necessarily blowing up the entire infrastructure and systems as well. So I see, you know, this is an opportunity for a lot of fintech players as well, um, where, where you don't have established, you know, systems and processes in place. Okay, so you're here at a blockchain event in Boston. You're you've got a business called Concherry Consulting, what is it that you do? So we support risk management, uh, banks mostly, um, it, and I was referring to earlier a, a deal uh, we just recently signed to support the, a lending institution, a lending platform, and it's an institutional platform to support institutional traders of lending, uh, of crypto technology, uh, but, but borrowers of, uh, but to support the borrower and the lender in that platform. Um, and we're going to be helping them create credit profiles of those investment funds uh, that hold that crypto position. And we're going to you know, do a credit assessment of sorts and you know, cover off on the different sort of risk parameters of that, of that fund. Um, and the, the idea here is, in, in my earlier point, you know, this is really another, that's a, this is another example of crypto not blockchain so much, but but the crypto space really taking a step forward in evolving. This is just all, all very new material, right? All new space. There's a lot of excitement. And um, I do think 
going back to my earlier point, crypto will continue to work its way, and you know, there's going to be a lot of passion about that. Uh, but I do think that once people appreciate you know, the technology behind it, that, that blockchain technology, um, people start to think of other use cases um, and not simply just sort of gravitate to the traditional technology solutions. Sure. All right, well, uh, Christopher Concheri, uh, the founder, I guess, of Concheri Consulting, doing um, some risk management work with blockchain. Thank you very much for joining us on the Blockchain Journal podcast. Thank you. Yeah, so we've been speaking, as you met, might imagine, with Christopher Concheri, and uh, he's got a lot to say about the differences between crypto and blockchain and how they can be separated. Uh, he had asked an important question in there that I don't know got totally answered when it was asked. Uh, but if you want to find out the answer to that question, we do try to answer it on Blockchain Journal. Come to blockchainjournal.com. We have a lot of editorial content there. We have a lot of videos, like the one we just recorded here, and you can find the full-text transcript of them there. You can also find us on YouTube. and. If you just want to listen to the audio of all these interviews, you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, uh, Google's podcast, Google's YouTube Music, uh, Pandora, etc. We're on all of different podcasting services. We just want to meet you where you are. So thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you at the next video.